In this episode, we're going to look at how to implement DHCP version 4. I'll show you how to do it, and we'll talk about the concepts along the way. As, a as the network technician for our company, we've been tasked with configuring a Cisco router as a DHCP server to provide dynamic allocation of addresses to clients on our network. We are also required to configure the Edge router as a DHCP client so it receives an IP address from our ISP network. Since the server is centralized, we will need to configure two LAN routers to relay DHCP traffic between the LANs and the router that is serving as the DHCP server. We'll be discussing configuring a router as a DHCP server, configuring DHCP relay, and then finally configuring a router as a DHCP client. Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Cab Techify Nation, and if you're new here, welcome. This episode is part of my series on configuration examples for the CCNA. I'm Kevin here at Kev Techify. Let's get this adventure started. Implement DHCP version four. I got the pack tracer lab open. On the left side, we have our work area with our topology. We'll do all our configuration over there. On the right side, I have our instructions in the packet tracer activity window. We have our addressing table up here at the top. As you can see, we have a bunch of devices up here. Three routers, two PCs, a DNS server. If you look at our network, we have even more than that going on. So we're, we're looking at kind of a corporate network. A couple things to notice here on R2, gig 01, we're gonna set up as a DHCP client. Also, PC1, PC2 will be set up as DHCP, DHCP clients also. As we look at our diagram, one way to envision this is all of the devices in this circle, all of the devices that are connected to R1, R2, and R3, except for the internet, is your corporate network. You have control over all of this. are over with you have control over all of this you have control over all of this and then this segment up here is your isp in the internet your isp is going to allow you to get an ip address from the dhcp server and then connect to the internet and check your connectivity we got our objectives we're going to configure a router as a dhcp server configure our dhcp relay and then finally configure a router as a client. Part one, configure a router as a DHCP server. Step one, configure the excluded IP version four addresses. On R2, exclude the first 10 addresses from R1 and R3 lands. All other addresses should be addressable in the pool, but we have to go into R2 and then exclude these addresses. I'm gonna come over here, click on R2, brings up our configuration window. I click on the CLI tab. I make this window a little bit bigger. Log into it, no password, so we can get right in. Type enable for privilege exec mode. From here, we need to get into global configuration mode. So config T. Right now, we can then go and we can exclude our, I, our IP addresses, the first 10 from R1 and R2. If we look up here, R1 
The LAN interfaces are gig one. The serial interfaces are WAN connections. Up here on, on R1, we can see that we have the LAN connection. That's the gig. And then our, our WAN interfaces is the serial connection. That's the red lightning bolts. That's our serial connections. This tells us what network. One network here is the 192.168.10.0 network. And how I know it's the first three octets is I can look at the subnet mask. We have 24 bits in the subnet mask, or three 255s. So that's one network we have to exclude the first 10 addresses. And then we're going to set the first address there as our default gateway because that's the IP address on the router of the interface that's on, on the network here. That's on PC1's network, but it's connected to a device that allows us to go to other ones. So that'll be our default gateway. And also down here on R3, gig 00 is our LAN interface. And so this network here is 192.168.30.0 is our network address. And you can tell that once again by 24 bits in the subnet mask. First three octets is our network address. Now let's go ahead, let's exclude those here on R2. It is part of the IP protocol and then part of the DHCP service. So it's IP space DHCP and then it's excluded dash address. And then what addresses? We can either specify a single address where we'd have to go through and specify 10 addresses or we can specify a range where we put the first address and the last address and it'll exclude all those addresses, including those two and every address in between. And so the first address we want to exclude is 192.168.10. We saw that some information did pop up. I'm just going to go ahead and hit enter a couple times. Give me that. And we'll start that exclude statement over again. Part of the IP protocol, part of the DACP service. So it's IP DACP service excluded dash address. And then we can put in the first address, 192.168.10.1. And then the last address, 192.168.10.10. So that's our range of excluded addresses. Then we can put in our second one, because once again, we're going to run multiple instances of the DHCP server on R2. So it'll have multiple pools, so we can exclude multiple addresses right here. IP DHCP excluded dash address and then we're down here on the r3 one so 192.168.30.1 is the first one 192.168.30.1 and then dot 10 is the last one so 192.168.30.10 that gives us the exclusion of first the first 10 addresses on R1 and R3 lands. Down to step two. Create a DHCP pool on R2 for the R1 LAN. Create the pool named R1 LAN. Once again, it is case sensitive. It's got to be capital R1 dash capital L capital A capital N. Okay, we do that from global configuration mode. What we do is the command here is it's part of the IP protocol again, part of the DHCP service. And then we say, this is the pool. 
and then we put in our name, capital R1 dash capital L capital A capital N. Once again, it will connect into this pool, the, the name of this pool. If it doesn't exist, it'll create it. If it exists already, it'll just connect into it. Go ahead and enter. Notice our prompt has changed, DHCP configuration. So we created that pool. Configure the DHCP pool to include the network address, the default gateway, and the IP address of the DNS server. What we're going to do is we're going to come up here and look at our address information. Once again, we can get our, our network address by looking, starting at our subnet mask. Our subnet mask is a slash 24 or the first three octets is the subnet mask. Looking at our IP address, the first three here is our network address. And then we fill in with zeros at the end. So it'd be 192.168.10.0 with a slash 24. Let's go ahead and specify that network and then once again our address is 192.168.10.0 and because we're specifying this we have to include the subnet mask which is 3255 so 255.255.255.0 next thing we have to do is specify the default gateway the default gateway is the connection on our network so we're down here on this network, the PC1 network, the 192.168.10 network. It's the connection on our network. It has to be on our local area network, but it's on a device that allows us to get the other one. So what we're looking at is this address right here. That's the LAN interface here on R1. The LAN interface on R1 is our gig 00. It's this IP address. So what we have to do is set the default gateway to this address. And in the Cisco iOS, the default gateway, they refer to it as a default router. I don't know why we have two names, but you can think default router is interchangeable with the default gateway. So it's default dash router. And then we can put the IP address in there. 192.168.10.1. Now, because we're connecting into an existing IP address, we're not setting it up. We're connecting into an existing one. We don't have to put the subnet mask in there. Go ahead and hit enter. Last thing it asks us to do is the IP address of the DNS server. Right here, we have the information. We have the IP address of our DNS server, 192.168.20.254. Let's go ahead and set that up. So it's DNS-server 192.168.20.254. There we have our three required pieces of information all set up. That's what they're asking for. That completes step two. And step three, create a DHCP pool on R2 for the R3 LAN. Create a DHCP pool named R3 LAN. Once again, it's case sensitive. What I'm going to do is I'm going to type out exit here. And now we can go into the pool. So it's IP space DHCP pool and then the name of our pool. Once again, case sensitive. So it's capital R3 dash capital L capital A capital N. At that point in time, we can go ahead and enter. Notice our prompt has changed. We are now configuring our DHCP server. We want to include the network address. We're on, we're doing the R3 LAN. If we look at our addressing table, R3 LAN is connected to the G00 interface. Take our default gateway, 3255s, 24 bits of the subnet mask, our first three octets. This is our network address, 192.168.30. 
and then you fill it in with zeros at the end. And so we have network space 192.168.30. Whoops, I didn't complete. I accidentally hit enter. So all I'm going to do is hit up arrow, brings me right there, takes me right where I was. So 192.168.30.0. And because we're specifying it, we need to also include the subnet mask, which is a slash 24. 255.255.255.0. That sets what network of IP addresses we're going to hand out in our pool. Next thing we have to do is set up our default gateway. Default gateway, once again, is that connection on our network, but on a device or an IP address that is connected to other ones. If we look at our topology, we can see we are down on this network, 192.168.30.0, the PC2 network. And so what we need is this interface right here. That's the IP address of the gig 00 interface, which is right here, 192.168.30.1. Default, okay, where am I? Default dash router. I spelt that correctly. And then 192.168.30.1. Once again, friendly reminder, no news is good news on the Cisco operating system. I didn't get yelled at because I had an error. So we're assuming the command is correct. And then the last part we want to enter in is our DNS server. It's the same DNS server as the other pool. Right here is our IP address, 192.168.20.254. Go ahead and type that in, dns-server 192-168.20.254. One thing to notice here, notice our default router, our default gateway is in the network range of the addresses we're handing out. But to make sure we don't hand out this address of 192.168.30.1, we've excluded it up here. We've excluded that one up there to make sure we don't hand that out to a client. And this is how they all have to work together. You have to create your exclusions first, then you create your pool by putting a name in there, and then you do your settings on that pool. And then we did the same thing down here for the R3 pool. We created the pool and then we did our settings. That takes us through step three. I hope you're liking this episode on practical configuration examples. Leave a comment on what you think about these configuration examples. If you still have a question or comment, please let me know below. You can also visit my website at kevtechify.com for all of my details and how to get these episodes in video and podcast form. Part one is done. On to part two, configure a DHCP relay. Now, what we have to do is when PC1 turns on and it goes through the DORA process to discover the offer, the response and the acknowledgement, it's a broadcast that discover, it sends out discover. Is there a DHCP out there? Well, once again, the broadcast, a router stops all broadcast. So it doesn't make it to our actual DHCP server that's up here on R2. And what we have to do is put a helper address on the interface that's connected to our LAN, so it goes on to this interface, the G00 interface, and then we point that helper address to an IP address up here on R2. Okay, configure R1 and R3 with a DHCP relay agent. I'm gonna go ahead and minimize this. I'm gonna open up R1. 
make the window a little bit bigger, get on my CLI tab, go ahead and log in, shouldn't be any passwords, type enable for privilege exec mode, config T to get into global configuration mode. Once I'm in global configuration mode, I need to go into that interface. This interface that's on the local area network so that a PC one broadcast can get heard by it. I need to go into that interface. That interface up here is the G00 interface. So I need to go into that interface, interface G0 slash zero. And then once I'm in there, then I can specify that helper address. I can specify the helper address of the DHCP server. Well, on the DHCP server, we have several addresses. We have the 192.168.20.1, we have the 10.1.1.2, and we have the 10.2.2.2. What we're gonna do is we're going to specify the IP address that's right here. If I hold my mouse, I click in the window, I just click right down here, then I mouse over this triangle, it's gonna say that this is serial 000. And I'm gonna specify this IP address right there. And if you know, you see right here, serial 000, this is that IP address. So this is the helper address I'm going to put in there. I'm gonna go ahead and click on R1 again. I'm in the interface configuration mode. And so right now, I type in IP because it's part of the IP protocol and we're working with the helper dash address. And we are gonna put in that serial 00 IP address. That's the closest IP address to our LAN here that the this one right here, which was 10.1.1.2. So 10.1.1.2. There we go. And once again, no news is good news. That sets up that helper address. Let's go ahead and set up the router three helper address. Pull that up here, command line a little bit bigger. Go ahead and log in, no password. So we can go ahead and type enable. Config T brings us into global configuration mode. On router three here, G00 once again is that LAN interface. And so we'll go into that interface. Interface G0 slash zero. And we're going to put the helper address. We're going to use the helper address that's closest to the server. And what I'm going to do is I'm hopefully going to mouse over this triangle. I mean, the other labels covering up, but that triangle is right in that area. And then it did pop up here. So it's serial 0001. Once again, serial 001. 001. The IP address for serial 001 is 10.2.2.2. So we can put in the helper address, IP space helper dash address. That's the helper address of 10.2.2.2. Sets up that helper address for us. Now we've taken care of step one, configuring our DSCP relay. Let's go ahead and set PC1 and PC2 to receive information from the DHCP server. I'm going to go ahead and click on PC1. Click on the configuration tab up here on the top. Configuration tab is locked. Clicked on the wrong tab. Let's click on desktop. Now click on IP configuration right here. When you see it, when it's opened up, it's, it's set on static. So that means we'd have to manually go in there and type in that address. But what we want to do is we want to test our DHCP server. And I'm just going to go ahead and click this, click on this DHCP address and 
it actually did the Dora request already. It sent out the broadcast to R1. R1 heard that DHCP broadcast. That it knew it wasn't a DHCP server itself, but it had a helper address that sent it up here to this address. DHCP server got it, sent back the offer. It knew the offer came from this router, sent it down to this router. This router then it looked it up in its table and said it came from this MAC address, sends it over here. Then PC1 says, okay, that offer looks pretty good. I'm going to send you a response saying, I'd like to take it. It sends out a broadcast. Once again, if there's multiple DHCP servers, they'd know I'm accepting a DHCP offer from a different one. They would return the pools, those other DHCP servers, but it sends that broadcast. Broadcast hits R1, helper address forwards it to R2. Then it sends back the acknowledgement. We know the acknowledgement came from R1, so we send it down here. R1 looks up in the table here. We're doing the helper address, sends it back to the MAC address of PC1. PC1 gets its IP address. And that's where this IP address came in. Now let's go ahead and verify it in the operating system. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna close the IP configuration. So on the right-hand side of the blue line, I'm gonna go ahead and click the X. I'm gonna open up the command prompt and in here, I'm gonna go ahead and type in IP config slash all. What we can do here is we can see that we've actually connected to a server. We connected to that DHCP server at that address. Once again, that's this address right here. We pulled an IP address, 192.168.10.11. Well, this is that network address. We excluded the first 10. So one through 10 is excluded. The first available is .11. That's looking good. We specified the default gateway or the default router. 10.1, which is this IP address here. This is all looking pretty good. And then down here, we have our DNS server. Handed out through the DHCP server. Over here, we got 192.168.20.254. All looks really good. PC1, done. Let's go to PC2. We got to do the same thing over here. Click on desktop, click on IP configuration, just click this DHCP radio button. Should see IP addressing information. I'm gonna go ahead and close IP configuration, right hand side of the blue line, click the X, and open up our command prompt. In here, go ahead and type in IP config space slash all. We'll go in here and verify our information. First thing we'll look at is our IP address. We are on the right network. We are on the 192.168.30 network. We excluded the first 10, so one through 10 is excluded. .11 is the first one available. That's what we have. It was with a slash 24 subnet mask. That's set. Default gateway is that gig 001 interface on R3. Right here is that IP address, 192.168.30.1, our default gateway or default router. And then we have our DNS server, 92.168.20.254. All of those settings look correct also. So we set that up. And then last thing we have to do is part three, configure R2 as a DHCP client. What we're gonna do here is set that up as a client. We're going to set the connection to our ISP to the internet as a client. If we mouse over this right here, I'm going to go ahead and click in this window and make sure it's activated. 
mouse over this, and it's going to tell us that it's the gig zero one. So we have to go into the gig zero one interface and turn that into a DHCP client. I'm going to go ahead and click on R2, open that up, type in exit to get into global configuration mode. Once again, you can confirm that because our prompt says config in parentheses. We are there. Now, we have to go into the gig zero one interface. Get a mouse over that, make sure I'm doing the right one this time. So we have interface space G zero slash one. And then we have to set it as um, DHCP client. To do that, it's part of the IP protocol the DHCP server so we got IP space DHCP and then we can say DHCP oh sorry sorry we gotta start that command over it's IP because it's part of the IP protocol and then we are dealing with the address normally here we go ahead and type in our address manually 192.168.10.30 and then followed by the subnet but we're going to set it as a client and if you forget what you're doing you go ahead and put that question mark in here here it's saying you have two choices either put in an ip address or type in dhcp to negotiate with dhcp and so we're going to have ip space address and then this is where we type in dhcp to set it as a dhcp client i go ahead and hit enter exit out exit out and then from here we can see the process we can do a show ip interface brief okay the address is unassigned the method is dac but it's administratively down last thing we have to do and if we actually look at the last steps of the instructions is let's activate the interface by default physical interfaces are turned off so you have to go in there and turn that interface on. Let's go back into that interface. So config T interface G0 slash one. Let's activate it. You activate it using the no shutdown command. So no space shutdown. Now it, went, it changed state to up, changed state to up. That's all looking good. Let's exit out, exit out to privilege exec mode. And then we'll do the show IP interface brief command. Here, gig zero one is still unassigned, but it's set up as DHCP. So it is taking a little bit to do in this process. In Packet Tracer, we can actually speed up time. Down here, this double triangle is pointing to the right. What you can do is you can click it. It's a fast forward button. It, it speeds it up by 30 seconds. I clicked it a couple times. Let's go back open up R2 and we can see that it did get an I that gig zero one is assigned a DACP address 209.165.200.254 with the subnet mask here and then we also have some new neighbor adjacencies that's because we're running a routing protocol on there if we go and enter that show IP interface brief command again all I have to do is up arrow hit enter now for the gig zero one interface we actually have an ip address the method is set to dacp and we're up and up and that's all looking good one last thing i'm going to do is i'm just going to go ahead and ping some addresses from the pc to make sure we got our connectivity 
open up PC1 here. I'm going to go ahead and type the DNS server. 192.168.20.254. Just make sure we have some connectivity. 192.168.20.254. Might air out the first ping attempt because we have to do some ARP lookups. But we do get there eventually. So we got three out of four. I'm just going to do that command again. Simple up arrow, hit enter. All four should work. Next thing I'm going to do from PC1 here is ping www.cisco.com that's going to check two things make sure we're doing our name resolution we have our correct dns server it's going to resolve to an ip address plus make sure we are able to traverse our network into our isp and across the internet from pc1 i'm going to go ahead and type ping www.cisco.com now the first ping or two may fail because we have to do a DNS lookup on the name and we have to do an ARP lookup to get us all the way out to that server. One failed, three worked. Just to make sure it wasn't a fluke or something like that, I'm going to repeat the command, up arrow. DNS cache already had the IP address information. All the ARP processes are in cache. It's all, this is all looking pretty good. Just going to go ahead and ping that last one, www.publicsite.com, and make sure that works. First one will probably air out because of DNS and ARP lookups. Repeat it one more time, and we are four for four. That was Packet Tracer Labs 7.4.1. Implement DHCP version 4. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on configuration examples. If you liked this episode and you got value out of it, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. All my socials and contact information are on my website, kevtechify.com. There, you can find out how to get all these episodes in video and podcast form. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on practical configuration examples for the CCNA. I've created four wonderful playlists for you on the CCNA. These episodes, I go through all the concepts that Cisco calls out for the CCNA. Once again, I'm Kevin. This is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.